several weeks uh, just to let you know about the various uh, board functions and what they do. And Allie, welcome to Thank Commissioner you. of the Car. Allie, I'm nervous. She's a little nervous. <laughs> Allie is my right-hand woman. Uh, she, um, she, you know, is you know, her title is executive assistant, but really there's a lot more to her job. Uh, she does a lot of work with campaigns. Why, well, you know, well, why am I telling you? Why didn't you tell them? Allie, okay. what, when did you start with the Board of Elections and, and what uh, different roles have you done? I started in 2008. I was in registration. I was there for about six and a half years. Then there was a retirement and I went over to election inspector department, which was pretty interesting. And then I was there for about two years and then we had other retirements, and then I became your assistant. That's right. Mm -hmm. So you took over for Julie, who moved up to deputy. I actually took over for Julie in 2008 when they got the machines. Oh, right. So, so I've took taken over, over twice for Julie. Took over for Julie twice. So yep. Julie was out in registration, and then moved to the back to the machines, and then you took over for her again when she was my executive assistant, mm -hmm. and she moved up to deputy. Yep. Uh, so what... What do you do? Uh, you know, what, what, um, I mean, I because dabble. there's a lot more. You know, uh, there's a lot that you do. There's yeah. a lot to your job. My main thing is I help candidates. I, you know, anything that they need, list-wise, voters, help them out with everything. I do a lot of registration. Um, You're one of our main verifiers. Yep. Of registration. Yep. Um, I mean, I do petitioning. Yep. There's a lot in that. Um, your schedule. My Make schedule. sure you stay on schedule. That, that's a job <laughs> in and of itself. Yeah. Right there. But you do help me yeah. out a lot with oh, a yeah. lot of the uh, the statewide stuff I do. Yes. When, when I when I yep. used to go to Albany to testify or, or lobby on behalf of voters, um, you help me uh, do that, and we'll I'll be doing that again next yeah. year. Now that COVID is starting uh, to oh to yeah, that's a, a little bit. That's a long day. So uh, yeah, that is a long day. <laughs> People think I just go up there for John's, but you know my schedule. <laughs> they do. It's, it's uh, packed. It's like, you know, I, I think I pack in like 20 uh, meetings in a day sometimes. I don't even think you take a lunch. You're like, all right, yeah. I'm on the next one. I'm like, oh, did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She tries to keep me from being uh, hangry. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, you also run, you say you deal with candidates, but mm -hmm. you help run what is kind of our big... Uh, thing in Onondaga County that we're getting a lot of kudos for is the history website. Yes. So what what is uh what is that? What what can candidates so get on that history website? Candidates can get who's asked for an absentee, who's already voted, who, um, all the registered voters that are active in our county. Uh, what else is there? We do the early voting. Early voting. Um, you do kind of stats on that. Yeah. But we update it every day after the mail comes in. It used to be a big thing where we individually did it. Now we do it as a whole. You have to sign up for it, and it's it's a great website. It's very helpful. So candidates and media can get onto that, or anybody who wants to sign up, they can get uh, uh, passcodes. But this data was stuff that we used to have to draw individually for hundreds of candidates across the uh, the county, and now we just update it once a day. And they can download it, whatever they want. They can get, uh, uh, Julie says hi. Hi, Julie. <laughs> and Amanda asked me to turn off my turn signal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, uh, uh, so, you know, they can get all this data. They get um, our daily 
registration, full mm -hmm. county databases on full there. Uh, they can get their absentee ballots. Anybody who requested an absentee ballot, they can get that information on there. Yep. They can get anybody who voted early when we're running early voting. So they get the, the voter history because they've already voted. So why talk to them? They've already voted. Exactly. Uh, they can get the stats on early voting and the stats on absentees. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think I think that might be it. I, I think yeah, that, I think that we keep at, I mean, we always add stuff to it yeah. since we started in 2019, I yep, think. Yep, yep. We've added a lot to it. And it's going to be big for next year when we start having to do absentee ballots before Election Day. Yeah. That's going to be very, that's going to be like uh, early voting where once they submit a ballot, they're done. So yep. uh, it's going to help campaigns save costs because then they don't have to talk to voters who have already voted. It's going to allow those voters to have a peace of mind because they're not going to get calls anymore. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, I handle a lot of those calls. You get a lot of those calls <laughs> yeah. of why the campaign's talking to you with yep. early vote. You know, yep. and, and most of the campaigns, definitely all of the campaigns on the Democratic side, but most of the campaigns on the Republican side have really, um, you know, bought into this and has saved yeah. us a ton of work hours. And you you and Michelle Ettinger, your, your counterpart, uh, handle the uploads. Yeah, it's it's been a lifesaver for her and I, honestly, because it used to be a rush at 3.30 in the afternoon, making sure by 4.30 everybody had their reports. Now we can just put it up and it's there. So last year was a heck of a year, wasn't it? <laughs> it it was, was a year. It was a year. So, you know, I mean, I think uh, people need to see what, you know, the impact of, you know, this was on the personnel here. But obviously, I've, you got COVID, right? I did. You did. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you're, uh, uh, you, you know, I mean, almost all of our staff got it. And when yeah. it shut down at the end of the year, when we had that outbreak uh, right in the middle of counting absentee ballots, what what was it like? You know, and, but you also have a young child at home mm -hmm. and, you know, a, a, a husband that he was working throughout most of the pandemic. Or is um, he was um, he wasn't in the beginning, but then they got told they could go back. So he was working through it all. Yeah. So what it. was that like for you last year? What uh, it was how, 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 how hard was it? <laughs> it was really hard, especially um, for my family and my daughter. I mean, she I barely saw her, unfortunately, but I knew there was a job that had to get done. I usually spoil her in December when it's all over because it was rough on her. She cried a lot that I wasn't around, but we make it through. Yeah. So, so I mean, we had a lot, even though we had an extra staff last year, there was still a lot of it overtime was, and we tried to get everything done. It's a blur now, but yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> it went is. by so fast that I just don't even remember because I was here all the time. Right. <laughs> and, uh, um, I mean, we did have a few months at home, but even then that was scary because yeah. we didn't know what was going on with that, the presidential election. Yeah, and then I was doing school work with her while trying to work at the same time. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. So, um, what, what do you want people to know about the Board of Elections? We don't work one day a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we work more than one day a year. We're actually busy all year round. Um, I mean, and despite what people think, we do care that people want their right to vote. We do care. And that's what we try to put out there to people. And I think that kind of gets misconstrued sometimes. That we're not, we're not just working for a party. We're working for the voters. And that's what I really do want them to know because it is a lot of work. And, and I believe that's on both sides. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm we saying, all get it. We all get it. Yeah. I mean, the while sometimes we have different ideologies, right. uh, you know, and obviously different candidates that we support when we're in the office, it's about getting the mm -hmm. voter the information so they can go out and cast their vote the, whatever way they want. 
Exactly. I mean, we don't care. When we're working, we don't care what party you are. You need help, we try to help you. It doesn't matter. And we've helped on our side of the office. We've helped Republicans on the other side of the office. They've helped Democrats or non-enrolled. It's yeah. uh, something that... So, what... Um, what it you know what has been some of the biggest challenges not just last year with COVID obviously right. that was the biggest challenge but we've had a lot of changes uh, with early voting yeah. electronic poll books what do you think are some of the biggest challenges that we have faced over the last few years oh god you would ask me that yeah, I would ask you. I told you not to give me anything surprised I didn't think that would be a surprise <laughs> I mean with early voting it's been huge it's been a learning curve especially last year coming from 2019. We weren't expecting a huge, because we didn't know, and it was a huge turnout yeah. for early voting. We were like, oh, we don't need that many people, whatever, and it was huge. Yeah. But I think it's been a lifesaver, because I feel like our election days themselves, we aren't, you know, usually we don't get a break at all. I, there's been years we get a couple 15-minute breaks here and there, because the phones are just so busy. I feel like that's actually helped. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it's still with, busy, but it's, it's still, busy, still right. not as crazy where people can't get through or anything like that. It definitely relieves this, the stress yeah. of election day. I mean, early voting and absentees last year were oh about God. 50% of crazy. the pool. So, yeah. you know, imagine if all of them were on election day. That yeah, be, and that's usually what it is, and yeah. it's crazy. But it it's worked. I think it's been great. So, uh, you know, what... We got some changes coming up next year with absentee balloting. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, uh, you you had never worked in the absentee department, but you've helped out. I've never worked lot. in the department, but I did do. I used to do the counting and the yeah. programming because that old system was from like the '90s. You had to program everything. <laughs> right. We don't have that now. <laughs> no, you, we don't have that anymore. Thank God. But um, I've done the counting of them before, and I've started to learn the new system and kind of be a backup for those girls if yeah. they need it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, absentees is going to be all it's hands be on deck next year. Yeah. Because if no-fault absentee passes and the new law about counting absentees before election day passes, yeah. we are looking at basically running three elections at the same time. Exactly. So I yeah. think it's going to be, it'll be interesting. It'll be a challenge, but it's one that we've always been up to. Oh, I thought of another thing that you do. You uh, deal with the school districts and village elections a lot, right? Um, not so much the village as much. Julie and Candace do a lot of that, but I have helped with school districts. I helped them out this past year. Right. But we have done those. Those are little ones. In fire districts, we get the calls. Hey, can you run us a list or a poll book? And get it all that stuff done. And that is something that we're looking into with redistricting <clears throat> is getting all those district lines into our system yeah. so we can redo all the election district lines to make it easier for them. Yeah. Uh, those uh, school districts, um, you know, have almost all gone oh, through our machines now. Yeah, right? and, they're, and it's tough because they don't even know. We have to figure out where their district lines are. Yeah. And it's it's a lot. And they don't know, so then we have to, f we kind of figure it out a little for them. So we're, that's going to be a big project for us next year with redistricting. Yeah, you know, it so. is. Because we didn't have to deal with that 10 years ago no, with didn't. redistricting. No, but uh, well, what else do you want people to know? I don't know. You don't know? Well, you know, I know you're getting married. I am. Uh, I am. A child lady, or gentleman, or whatever. <laughs> No, no judgment, but she's off the market August uh, 14th. Yep, 17 days. 17 days. Um, I, I'm really honored that you asked me to officiate your wedding. Uh, Lindsay's uh, going to have a problem uh, with that. She, she might be watching. No, she she might, might have a problem with that. <laughs> so, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, she's already had it planned. She's so. already had it planned. Oh, it's all planned. I now. am a minister, Lindsay. If you're feeling sick, uh, I uh, <laughs> I am a minister. Uh, I have married people before, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm I'll be in the crowd. And I got to a go. DJ too, though. Sorry, you got a DJ. I did. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, it's not that one. You got a DJ. <laughs> And a limo driver. Uh, oh, Lindsay is watching. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, like we we've gone through a lot together. You've, yes. You've, uh, you know, you've been there as my assistant through 2019, through yeah. um, you know the early voting and Ubergate, and you know, and. Uh, <laughs> And and uh, and then of course twenty twenty. So yeah, you, you know, you, it's you, always a challenge, but yeah, it's especially been, with you, especially but, yeah, with yeah, me, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but we get, you know, I think the office uh, really has stuck together through. We all, oh all yeah, one hundred percent. I think we have. Yeah, but, That's how we've always been, though, or at least we try to yeah. be. I mean, there's always tensions. Oh, but, always. Yeah, but, it happens, yeah, especially but, during the tent. There's tension times of the year petition week petition week <laughs> petition you don't week. talk to anybody <laughs> nobody nobody likes anybody in no. the office during petition week no but, uh, but even then th- it that's, wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad and, and you you are the recording secretary for mm-hmm. almost all of the hearings yeah and the the, yep. the 12 hour Marty Masterpole hearing. Yeah, uh, thanks for that, Marty. I, that was. Well, that wasn't him. Well, I mean, it wasn't him, but you know. <laughs> but he was defending. But that was. A, that I was, was hungry all day. That, Let's just that say that. A, we all know how that I get was when I'm a hungry. Long hearing. And you, you also record our monthly meetings, uh, you know, and and, uh, mm-hmm. and help out with that. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a lot of work. There's uh, little things know. that I never think of. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's like little things, do. but you just do it. Yeah. Hey, can you do this? Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if I see any questions in the chat. David is mm-hmm. in the, uh, show the ring. David wants you to show the ring. There it? it is. There it uh, is. How late will redistricting be this year, David asks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't so know. the block level data was supposed to be here in April and it's not going to come until September. Oh, and until yeah. the block level data comes in, the state redistricting lines can't be drawn. They're going to do that sometime between now and January. And then the, the local redistricting, the city and county redistricting, will probably wait for that to start to finish their lines. So uh, sometime next year, the city and county redistricting will happen because those offices won't be affected until the 2020 uh, um uh, three election. So, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I think, uh, we're, it's going to be late in 2023 before we have all of the districts or I'm sorry, late in 2022 before we have all of the districts, but the state level ones, the congressional and assembly and Senate ones, they have to be done before January. So, you know, to be approved by the legislature. So they're they're on a time crunch. I remember uh, that from last time because we were able to get some things done. So let's see if there's any other questions here. David David is always our. Uh, I know David. Man. I see him all the time on there. <laughs> uh, can you talk about the upcoming public hearings of the BOEs? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, so uh, Senator Myrie is coming on August fourth. He's the elections chair for the New York State Senate, and Senator May and Mannion are and him are having a hearing. Uh, on August 4th. I will not be testifying at that hearing, I don't believe, um, because they are focusing on voters. So 
Uh, go to the New York Senate election hearing website. If you want to testify or give some testimony about what you want to see improved with BOEs or testimony about what you think is going right or wrong with BOEs, um, the Board of Elections, please go to that hearing. They, they want to hear from normal, regular people or, uh, you know, or, or people they don't always hear from. They hear from me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they know the number when they when I call. Uh, but I'll probably be testifying in September in a hearing in Albany uh, that they plan to have for election administrators. Um, but they will be coming to our office. Do you know this, by the way? No, I just found yeah, out. I, just did, I, did, I didn't out? put it on your calendar. I don't know. Uh, no, they, uh, they are coming to our office August okay. 4th. At, uh, to tour our facility. Okay. So, oh, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, at three thirty. So, uh, that's cool. uh, you know, I guess we better get ready for that. But uh, okay. we'll, we'll be ready. Was that uh, next week? Yeah, next week. Oh, okay. So, I'll be here. And uh, so yeah, so yeah, we can't, we uh, we don't have a class during the time they're coming. Oh, okay, so, good. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll set them up and show them the whole facility. So, cool. uh, can I talk about referendums? Go to the ballot this year. Uh, there, we are getting some referendums on some towns. I know Town of Manlius has one. Uh, some of the villages, villages have, yeah. have uh, referendums. I think there's Town of Geddes, too. Yeah, Town of Geddes. All the referendums are due in our office August 2nd. Uh, so once I get all of those, I'll probably do a special commissioner in the car about referendums. Uh, or when I do my Sunday seminar about what's on the fall ballot later in uh, August, uh, which, by the way, I was supposed to do that this last weekend, but I postponed it because when I scheduled it, uh, I didn't realize that we were going to get a new Supreme Court justice seat oh, added yeah. to the schedule, and those won't be on the ballot officially until August 10th. So uh, we're, I'm waiting until August 15th to do my fall uh, ballot preview where I'll go over who's on the ballot where and everywhere. Uh, this week, the caucuses ended, and... Uh, some people declined. Uh, I guess we could get some in the mail today, but I think the mail's already come. So yeah, the mail already came, so, so we, we don't have any. We know mail. all of the candidates except for Supreme Court Justice. Hopefully, sometime. Oh, I'm probably, this well, is no, you. Well, no, there are some substitutions. Oh, I that's right. They have until Friday. So, so, sometime early next week, we hope to have a candidate list, a, uh, a tentative candidate list on our website of all the candidates for all the races at onvote.net. Um, Yeah, people are asking about my turn signal. Yeah, I, I left the turn signal on. Sorry, everybody. Don't worry, he's not actually driving. I'm not actually driving. We're still. Uh, so, it's hard to do this. Yeah. Do this way. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did it again. All right, hold on. Highlight where we were yesterday. Uh, pan stage left a bit. They want to see you more a little bit, Ellie. Okay. So you're, you're close up. Uh, <laughs> Can you uh, talk about... Oh, did I did that. One. I did yeah. that one. Sorry. My fat thumbs here. Uh, referendums. Michael says. Pan stage left a bit. Uh, all right. Uh, how late will... Oh, yeah. You did, did that, that one. one, too. Uh, Lindsay's oh, watching. watching, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, exciting television right here. I know, right? That's We're going. like, huh? I don't want my glasses. Any way we can save the congressional seat in New York State? Nope. Uh, we are losing one. I don't think there's any way to save it. Uh, that is where, you know, we had, I think it was like 48 or 98 or something like that. If we had 98 more people fill out the census, 
we would have kept our congressional oh, seat. Geez. Now we're losing it. <laughs> well, we told you how important that was, and uh, it, it I is did mine. Gone. Yeah, so uh, that is gone. Should New York State join Eric? Uh, I'm not as familiar with Eric uh, as as I should, so I'm not going to comment on that. What's going on with uh, restoring Toomey Abbott and Brighton Towers as polling locations? Good question. We are actually working on that as we speak. Mm -hmm. uh, on Monday, we have our monthly commissioner meeting, and we are expecting to restore Toomey Abbott and Brighton Towers and Ross Towers mm -hmm. uh, as uh, polling locations. Um, uh, I've proposed it. I believe uh, Commissioner Sardo has agreed to it. We're actually doing some work on that right now. We've sent leases to the places. Those were taken off during um, COVID. Uh, we got out of all senior homes and uh, in long-term care facilities. Um, and uh, we wanted to go back as soon as we can. The uh, We had to make a decision for the primary in March. And if you think back to what March was like this year, there was no way we could justify yeah. going into these senior facilities. So, uh, but now for the general, we are um, planning on going back into those three facilities. Um, here is my caveat that I will always say, it de really depends, you know, we will plan on going back there, but October, November could be a different climate than it is now. So absentee ballots are still available for anybody who wants to request it. The portal is now up again. So if you want an absentee ballot, if you live in any senior facilities that we are not going back into, or the three that we are, but you want to make sure that you have uh, a ballot, uh, fill out the portal on the absentee ballot. You can go to the website or, or send in an application, and uh, we will get you an absentee ballot so you can be sure to vote. Uh, and then if you, this will be the last year you can do this, you could vote on election day as well and have those ballots uh, supplanted. This will be the last time you can do that because next year you won't be able to do that. So those are the three we're going back into this year. Uh, most of the others we're probably not going back into at all. In fact, we're still prohibited to going into long-term care facilities to do absentee ballots in person. Uh, with them, we're still prohibited this year, so we uh, can't do that this year. Um, so those, you know, that is, we're still hopeful to work with the communities to, uh, you know, deal with this. Um, you know, we're, again, we're we're still in schools. You know, we're still in a lot of these places that that uh, that we're working with to try to keep it as COVID safe as possible, despite, you know. Yes, things are a little bit better right now, but, you know, we see the Delta variant rising. We don't know how that's going to affect us uh, at, at Board of Elections, so we're monitoring that. But that is our plan at this time, is to go into those <coughs> three facilities. The other 17 that we got out of, we're probably not going back into. But most of them have either polling places across the street or in a very short distance. Toomey Abbott had to go pretty far. Ross Towers had to go pretty far, and so did Brighton Towers. So we're, we're yeah. really, uh, we were, those were three on the top of our list. So Yeah, I'm glad about those. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we got, we heard your complaints. We understood them. It was not a decision we wanted to do. We did the best we could uh, up until the time. Now we're going to, and we're also going to, you know, do some things to make it better for the people surrounding that those areas yeah. to go vote at a place that they're more comfortable uh, with or closer to them as well. So we're, we, we have a, a whole fix that we're hopefully going to implement 
and uh, hopefully next time this this week next time oh and we will be having Kim 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 Long. Kim, yeah. Kim uh, uh, just drive by Kim so. Richards yeah <laughs> yeah she's a, our polling place coordinator will be on uh, Commissioner Car next Tuesday so hopefully we'll be able to talk about that yeah Mitch thank you for doing my programming for me so, <laughs> um, uh, I don't see any other questions here no. but uh, uh, we're uh, uh, this week, I I already have my um, Wonky Wednesday up with uh, uh, Osea Hub 3. It's Kim. Is that Kim? Kim? Yeah. Is that Kim? Is she watching? Is no, she, she just walked in. Uh, okay. uh, we're talking about, about you, you, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, uh, <laughs> Kim's watching us through the window. Um, uh, Commissioner, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Wonky Wednesday, I did OCL 3, which was Cicero, North Syracuse, currently held by Tim Burtis, being challenged by Matt Johnson. That's on my Tumblr blog. Um, I will be doing OCL4. I hope to have it up tomorrow. Uh, usually I try to get my Wonky Wednesdays done on Wednesdays, but sometimes I'm a little <laughs> delayed. On uh, Friday, I'll be dropping my Zoom with Zarni with the Commissioner of Education candidates, Nyatwa Bullock, Twiggy Baloo, and uh, Karen Cordano. We had a great conversation and um, looking out to... Uh, 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 you know, to get it, to getting that up on the web, and starting next week, I'll be going to two Zoom with Zarnies a week, back to the Thursday and Sunday schedules because there's so many candidates we want to get in before the general election. Uh, so I'm hoping to do that. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I knew Michael would say that. Uh, future commissioner in car with Michelle Sardo. <laughs> We'll see. We can try. She's always invited. Always. Uh, she's always invited to do her own. Uh, <laughs> this is something I do on my own time, in my own car, with my own phone. Uh, so, uh, but uh, uh, who knows? We, we appear together a lot, Michael. That's true. <laughs> on a, That's true. Just about every press, uh, you know, thing. So, uh, but uh, all right. Uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. Please make sure that if you can get the vaccine, Go out there, Please. get the vaccine. Please do. It, 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 it's a miracle of science. Uh, talk to your doctors. Talk to your, uh, your 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 healthcare providers. You know, if you have questions, get those questions answered. But more importantly, get the shot because that's mm-hmm. the only way that we're going to have a fair this summer. It's the only way we're going to get back to normal. And uh, you know, the Delta variant's on the rise. It's on the rise in our community. It's on the rise in New York State, and it's definitely. This pandemic is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and uh, I want you all to be safe. So please go out there, protect yourself, get the vaccine, protect your family, and let's uh, get let's let's get this over with. Let's not be talking about this again next year. So, all right, bye bye, everyone. Bye.